today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. The High Court in the UK has ruled that Brexit cannot go forward without the approval of Parliament. How does that throw a stick in the spokes of this wheel? Where does it leave the country? Could uh, Brexit be reversed? To talk more about all of this, Jeff Semple is with us, Europe Bureau Chief for Global News. You can find out more about all of this tonight on Global News. Jeff is with us now. Hello, Jeff. How are you doing today? Not too bad, Scott. How about you? Good. Thanks for taking the time to join us. We greatly appreciate this. Jeff, when this whole thing started and, and when the vote finally, uh, the results finally became public, the talk started almost immediately about how the UK could reverse all of this and end up staying in the EU. Obviously, a new prime minister installed shortly after that. Uh, she said, you know what? There's no turning back on this. We got to move forward. Uh, European Union agreed and off we go. Now we're finding out that this could get stuck in the courts. Where does this leave Brexit? Yeah, just when the path to Brexit couldn't get any more unpredictable and confusing for a lot of people, Scott, uh, another twist today that has really thrown the British Prime Minister's plan into complete disarray. Theresa May, who of course took over for David Cameron after that Brexit vote, had said all along that Brexit means Brexit, although the details of exactly what Brexit means remain to be negotiated. But her plan was to activate what's known as Article 50 of the Lisbon Treaty that that officially begins the Brexit negotiations. And she was going to do that at the end of March of this coming year, 2017. And she was said she was going to take that step without going back to British Parliament, without conferring with the other party. She said that she had the mandate that she believed she needed. As we remember, about 52% of British voters voted for Brexit, around 17.5 million people in this country. So Theresa May figured that was all the mandate she needed to move forward with this process until this morning when the British High Court, three judges, ruled that, in fact... Theresa May had to go to Parliament. She has to put this to a vote. And that has thrown the entire process into complete disarray. Uh, Why are we just finding out about this now? Why didn't this all come out in the campaign prior to the vote and during the vote? I mean, wouldn't somebody have questioned the legalities of all this way back when? Right, and I think the the sort of the the excuse, if you like, that we're hearing is that you know because all of this is unprecedented, no one is really clear how this is going to work. And I think you know certainly Theresa May and her party didn't expect this court decision. They seem to have been caught off guard by it. We haven't heard much from them today in terms of reaction, though they have released a short and strongly worded statement accusing the Remain campaign, the Ramoners, as they call them, of subverting democracy through this, of trying to achieve what they call a half-Brexit. Now, we should stress that most people still expect Brexit to go ahead that, you know, even even though most British MPs actually opposed it before the vote, the fact that the referendum went the way it did means that most MPs will likely vote in favor of Brexit when the time comes. But the fact that there will now be a parliamentary vote is raising a whole bunch of questions about exactly what that Brexit might look like. And of course, one of the big questions that people point to and one of the biggest sources of debate is whether the UK should try and remain part of the EU's single market. Of course, the world's largest trading block, a a block that Canada is about to sign up to in terms of having a new trade deal with, of course, the CETA Uh, free trade agreement that will remove around 98% of tariffs. So a lot of people want to remain part of this trading block. What they don't want is to see the continued flow of 
immigrants from Europe who are allowed to come in and work in the United Kingdom if they want to. So, you know, what kind of Brexit we're going to have has just become a much more complicated question. And at the very least, this process, which is was expected to take at least two years already, is now expected to take many months, if not years longer. Wow. Uh, if there is a vote, and well, will this be challenged uh, again in court? Will this go farther? Right. So the one the next step is that the prime minister's office has said that they plan to appeal the court decision today. So that will go to the British Supreme Court. And that decision is expected in December. And of course, you know, depending on what the Supreme Court decides will dictate what other legal challenges we could see. But I think the consensus seems to be that if that if the Supreme Court agrees with today's decision, then you know, somehow Theresa May is going to have to get find a way to get enough of the opposition parties on side with her version of Brexit to force this thing forward in, in a way that she likes. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.